Welcome to the Sing Better Fast podcast, the podcast exclusively for serious and passionate vocalists. You are now part of a professional group of smart and motivated singers who want to become masters of the voice and inspire millions with our music. Get all of our podcast episodes, notifications for upcoming events, new podcast releases, and other vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. Now here are your hosts, Jamie Vendera and Ben Valen. Hello, everyone. This is Ben Valen, and welcome back to the Seeing Better Fast podcast. This is the first episode of the new year for 2018, and I have Jamie Vendera on with me. So, Jamie, am I coming through all right? Hey, we got Jamie Vendera on. That is so cool. Nice to meet you, oh, Jamie. Boy. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> oh, boy. Awesome. Oh, boy. Yeah, you're coming through fine and clear. I see you got a nifty new mic there for podcast yeah. recording. So um, I did get a new microphone. I got the Blue Yeti, and I figured I would try this out. Um, here in a, uh, here soonish, I'm going to start recording some covers to put in the Academy and put on YouTube as well. And so I'm just trying. Uh, eventually, I want to come out with something. Uh, what's the easiest fewest things you need to buy easiest way to put something up on YouTube. So I'm kind of trying some ideas right now. Um, but yeah, so that that'll be out soonish. And right now you're only listening to audio, but I'm using this same setup uh, for the Vendera Vocal Academy Hangout. So anyway, that's cool. So I want to talk about some stuff to help people get started um, off to a good start for 2018 with singing. So I have a bunch of notes. Um, so I'm just going to roll with it. Jamie, feel free to jump in. I've got some stuff prepared. Uh, you take the lead. Go for it. All right. Perfect. So I just have a few notes. Um, one is when it comes to the new year, I think everyone's guilty of this. I know I have done it. Uh, I think it's pretty common for people to do. It's the, you know, sort of the new year, new me type of mindset of, okay, well, this is finally my year. Now I'm finally going to lose some weight or quit smoking or go to bed on time or stop eating junk food or spend more time with my family, blah, blah, blah. And we all have these things that we mention and uh, people call them, you know, resolutions. And quite often these New Year's resolutions don't go through. Um, by February, a lot of people have quit. And it's a well-known fact in the uh, sort of the gym and fitness industry that you can expect a lot of signups uh, right around New Year's and you're going to have a busy January maybe and then Already by February <laughs> you know people people drop off and that is we this is a, a fact like we know this like the the gym industry people who have gyms and sell memberships they know like if, if you've gone to a gym and they try to sell you on buying a year membership instead of monthly that's because they know almost everyone quits well not almost everyone a lot of people quit you know in february or march or whatever so it's a very common thing now there are several reasons for this and the same applies to singing a lot of people will say okay this is finally my year people will sign up for programs get lessons watch you know a bunch of youtube videos or whatever and then they give up after a couple of weeks and so I don't want our listeners to fall into that. And so if you're getting started, if you're if you've decided this is finally your year to become a better singer, that is awesome and I commend you for making that decision. And I want to give you some ideas and tips and strategies to help you actually make that happen. Because a lot of singers say this is my year this year in 2018, but a lot of them said that last year in 2017. And that didn't work out so well. And then a lot of people said that in 2016 and 2015. And some people have said that in 1995. 
you know? And so there's not, it's sort of a habit of start, do it for a couple of weeks, quit for a year and a half or whatever, or nine months or whatever, and then come back. That's a common thing. And I, if you, if you've done that, you probably know that you've done that. And I want to give you, so let me just give you some, some ways to uh, avoid doing that. So the first thing is you have to decide that you can actually do it. A lot of singers want to get better at singing and they think that, oh yeah, maybe someday I might get good. But it's just sort of this weird thing that they think maybe someday in the future. A lot of people think, well, it's possible for other people to do it, but I don't really know if I can do it. So maybe I'll try a little bit. If I get some results, great. If I don't, eh, well, it probably wasn't meant for me anyway. And so a lot of people are in this sort of negative mental rut. They maybe think it's a little bit possible, but if they don't see results right away, they get discouraged and quit. Um, or they try for a little bit, or they have a bad day, and it's 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 so easy to just get knocked off the horse. And so that that's uh, that's a saying that comes from if you're horseback riding, right? If you're learning to ride horses, um, you get on the horse, and then you're probably and well, not probably, but there's a good chance that you'll fall off the horse, or you won't know how to handle the horse, and then the horse will like kick you off its back, and then you fall off the horse, and so. That's where the term comes from. Now, the worst thing in the world to do if you fall off the horse is to stay off the horse. If you stay off the horse, you're going to become afraid of the horse. And then you're, you know, if you wait a month, you're going to give, if you try to decide to try it again, you're like scared and anxious about it. And if you wait a year, you think about it for a whole year. Oh, I fell off the horse. And then you like, you're afraid of horses now. So if you fall off the horse, the correct way to deal with that is not to avoid the horse, run away from the horse, give up on horseback riding. It's to get back on the horse immediately and try again right away. Uh, that's the same for singing. If you have a bad day, if you start practice late one day, if you accidentally miss a day, the answer is not to wallow and be sad and beat yourself up and think, oh, this isn't for me. The answer is get back on it as soon as you can, right away. I actually see it. I work out of Planet Fitness and it's the beginning of the year. It's only four days in. I'm already seeing a lot more people in the morning. But the funny thing is any time in the past, like we started in their vocal Academy or uh, released a book and you get like tons of people buying it and, and you, you can see the ones that are really going to stick to it and the ones that fall off. And I'm not knocking anybody because everybody can do this. But it's changing that mindset. In fact, today, you said, in fact, today, and I got a, I got an in fact, today story, too. I had an email, someone asking me about one of my pro clients. Oh, my gosh, were they just naturally talented or how did it was it from your exercises? I said they busted their butt because that's what they wanted to do. And this particular person, uh, good kid, but I know this singer's uh, mindset. You know, I've seen it uh, before. Tries really hard and kind of backs off, tries hard and backs off. So uh, that's why a lot of singers or a lot of people going to the gym, they, they fail. You know, they, they, they get gung-ho and they go with everything they got and then they kind of fall off the horse. And then, like you said, they're afraid to get back on the horse and keep trying. 
you got to get back on that horse. You can't let anything like a cold, if you're off for a couple of weeks, that's cool. But, you know, you can't just let it dissuade you and, and go on another tangent. You have to stick with the routine if you want to get better. Something that I haven't really shared with anyone. I don't think I've even told you this, Jamie, but I have a, a document I'm working on um, called the Singer's Ethos. And the Singer's Ethos is sort of a creed, a set of beliefs, operating principles to work by, to live by, that give you the greatest chance of success and set you up for long-term growth and development as a singer. And I want, I'm gonna touch on some of the singer's ethos in an upcoming uh, live event Jamie and I are doing. And this Sunday, uh, January 7th, 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern. That's Can't right. Spit it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're, doing, uh, we're doing a Google Hangout. Uh, we're doing a live broadcast called Achieving Greatness, Five Must-Have Elements for Vocal Success in 2018. And in that uh, broadcast, we're going to be talking about the singer's ethos. So I just want to share one thing from the singer's ethos. And this is my personal uh, ethos. Actually, I'll show two, two of them for now. Um, the first one is, oh man, well now I want to share three of them. Okay, so the first one, and I wrote this out on pen with uh, pen and paper, and that is, I profoundly believe my ability to initiate tasks, projects, and practice is not negatively impacted by mood or not feeling like it. I perform and achieve, and achieve at high levels, even in the face of psychological, emotional, physiological, and external hindrances and discouragement. So that's, I, I wrote that down. I have this, I read it every day, and it might sound a little woo-woo, but I believe if every singer took on this belief and really believed it and accepted it and, you know, like a creed, you would be so much better off in you know think about if, if you truly believed in your own abilities i think all of us would be a lot farther if we all really truly believed that we were capable and a lot of singers who try and fail or try for a week or two and then give up part of that is you you know you, you might say it's oh i'm not getting any results or eh, i don't really feel like it but for a lot of us you know what it really is it's lack of belief in ourselves it's lack of belief in the possibility that's a big problem for a lot of people. Singers that are professional touring musicians, they don't have any extra muscles on their bodies. They don't have any, some of them might be talented, sure, but a lot of them have skill. We all have the same setup, right? We all have two arms, two legs. We have, you know, vocal cords. We all have a brain. We all have, you know, we all have pretty much the same setup. You know, we're sort of given, if you play video games, it's like every, you're being given the same gear as everyone else. My point is, we are all humans. We all have pretty much the same DNA. We all have pretty much the same muscles. We pr all pretty much have the same mental capacity. We all pretty much have the same ability to improve, the ability to sing, the ability to get better. We all have that. It's not a weird question of, oh, I don't know if it's really possible for me. It is possible. If someone out there anywhere in the world is doing what you want to do, you can do it. There are some people who are amazingly good and maybe we won't get close. You know, you, we might not all be able to go do uh, be Michael Phelps, you know, overnight, but you can certainly get really, really, really good, 
right? So in the 90s, one of my favorite singers, Mariah Carey, she is the number one selling female artist of all time with the most number ones ever. Um, and she is like world-class, amazing singer. Um, now, not everyone can be Mariah Carey, right? She's one. But how many professional singers are there? How many professional bands are there? There are thousands, tens of thousands of singers, bands doing incredibly well for themselves who have massive fan bases, right? So maybe you might not be Mariah Carey. Maybe you might not be Michael Phelps, but you could be a step down. Maybe you might not be Tiger Woods, but you can do it. You can achieve and you can make huge progress. Um, so that that's just one thing I want to instill in everyone. If you can interject real quick, uh, yeah, that, that's for everything. And I've, I've seen this. So many singers are like, oh, I got this great song, but I can't record it because I can't pay for a studio and I can't afford a, a Neumann mic or a blue bottle. Listen, you would not believe how many of uh, your artists have recorded on mics that only cost a hundred to three or four hundred dollars. Yeah. So I know so many of my students uh, have recorded. I won't mention it on here, but uh, you know, on SM7Bs, uh, I do it on the CS1, which is like one hundred twenty-five dollars. Uh, you, you don't need you know super super equipment. It, it's a you know about owning in your instrument. So um, funny story. Uh, this kind of leads me to excuses of, oh, I can't practice because I don't have time or, oh, I can't record because I don't have a recording studio or whatever. Um, Ryan Wall, uh, episode 19, I believe it was, of the Sing Better Fast podcast. He actually talked about he recorded an entire album in his car. Like, you know, the whole excuse of, oh, I don't have time to practice. You know, Jamie and I often say practice in your car. Oh, I can't do that. Really? You can't practice in your car? Ryan recorded an album in his car. Like, what? So you can you can practice in your car. A lot of excuses that we tell ourselves or that we tell our vocal coaches, they're very flimsy excuses that are really, they're only there to cover up to help so we can ignore the fact that we just don't believe in ourselves, right? That's a very, you know, oh, I don't have time to practice. Whenever someone tells me I don't have time to practice, almost no one doesn't have time to practice. We all have time to practice, right? We all have 24 hours in a day, right? We all, we all do. Everyone gets 24 hours in the day and not a minute less than that. You have the time. So um, if, if you're making flimsy excuses, oh, I don't have the time or, you know, whatever it is, you have it. And often that is sort of covering up for the fact that you don't believe in yourself. Right. So so this is part of my singer's ethos. I profoundly believe my ability to initiate tasks and projects and practice is not negatively impacted by mood or not feeling like it. I perform and achieve at high levels, even in the face of psychological, emotional, physiological, and external hindrances and discouragement. Right? So that, that's one of them. Let me share one more. Uh, one of them is, I profoundly believe in my own skill set, outlook, abilities, knowledge, and my pursuit of improving all of those. Right? So I can, right now, I know I have the knowledge and I have the ability to sing very well. I have, I know that I have that. And if I, if there's something that I want to improve and I don't know how to do it, I know how to go get the information, right? There, there's so much information out there. The Vendera Vocal Academy is a huge resource. Like just the, 
sheer volume of information of quality training that's in there like you never need to worry about can i learn this where do i learn this is there information that can teach me this yes and it's all in the, you know i mean there's lots of programs there are lots of coaches you don't just have to go through the academy but you can do it all right and here's here's one more of my uh, core beliefs as i call them that is I, I believe I am willing to and capable of optimizing for and preparing to set myself up for success, right? So I'm, I'm willing and able to do what I have to to prepare myself to succeed. And so for me, what does that mean? One, I have a bit of a schedule that I follow throughout the day and through the week. Um, and I know, okay, here's the time I'm going to wake up. When I wake up, I have to, I have about an hour and I have to take care of these three or four things. Then after that, it's time for my vocal workout. And I know, okay, I have from this time to this time to do my vocal workout. I prepare, right? So I have a plan. I also make sure I go to sleep at a good time. You know, if I don't go to sleep at a good time and then I wake up not having enough sleep, then I just have a terrible day. Sometimes it extends into two or three days where I am not able to perform at a high level. And so in order to set myself up to do very well, I have a plan, I make sure I go to sleep um, at the right time, I make sure I get quality sleep. Um, and so recent, we have two dogs and the dogs like to sleep on the bed with us, but they also move around a bunch and they get in the way. And I love my dogs, they're a lot of fun to play with and cuddle with and stuff. And if you wanna see my dogs, I'll, I'll show them on the next hangout, they're, pr they're pretty fun. They're pretty, uh, they're generally pretty well behaved, but when I'm trying to sleep, they're crawling all over the bed, waking me up, pushing, you know, and it wakes me up and it, it makes it hard to sleep. So I put the dogs in the crate sometimes. So about every other night now, I am putting the dogs in the crate. Why? Not because I don't want to uh, sleep with my dogs. It's because having them in the bed makes it harder for me to sleep, which means I get a worse sleep, which means I have a worse day, which means it's harder to practice. It's harder to get myself to do the things I need to do. So you have to prepare. You have to look at this. I have a uh, warm mist vaporizer or a warm mist humidifier. And where I live, I live in New Hampshire now. I just moved from California uh, last month, or sorry, I guess in November, so two months ago. Uh, and I have a warm mist humidifier because it's very, very snowy here and it's very dry. The air is very dry. And for, you know, for most people, I think it doesn't really matter. Or they don't really mind or notice even necessarily that the air is dry. But I notice this. Like I know because it's dry outside and because we have, you know, a heater running, it's the air is drier. And if I go to sleep without uh, a warm mist humidifier, then I wake up with my throat feeling dry and scratchy. I know that. Right. And so what do I do about that? I prepare, I optimize to set myself up to do very well. And so how do I do that? I have the warm mist humidifier. I take a warm shower in the morning and I do my vocal warm up in the shower and I inhale the steam. Um, I have a personal uh, warm mist inhaler that I have on my desk and I use this as well. I have my throat coat tea. I drink over a gallon of water a day now. And all of these I am able to do so well because I have set aside time and I have set aside resources to set myself up. Now, setting yourself up to do well is probably just as important as practicing is. If you practice a lot, but you don't uh, take care of your voice, if you don't make sure you're getting enough sleep, if you don't have a proper training routine, then, I mean, you, you're basically, set, you're, if you're not setting yourself up for success, you're setting yourself up for failure essentially. Like you're not 
going to do as well as you could. So one of my core beliefs, I profoundly believe I am willing to and capable of optimizing and preparing for uh, to set myself up for success. Right. And so I read this every day. And so this, so th these are just three points here of my core beliefs of what I believe are part of the singer's ethos. If you adhere to these, believe these, work through these, you are going to have a better year. I have a core belief. Every time I want a TV show, I look at them wine glasses and I say, you're going to shatter. You're going to break. That, that's my core belief. But hey, it works. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's the good. The point is, hey, uh, here, uh, joke, all jokes aside, I, I went to the gym with my son uh, last week and he works out of town. So we get there, we start to bench press. I'm tired. I'm like, oh my God, you know, and he's, he's smaller than me, but he's muscular. I said, what do you want to start with? He said, ah, 45. So I said, okay. I put, and I was thinking, man, I wish we started 25s. Put on the 45s. He says, eh, we'll throw 25s on there too. All right. And um, <laughs> about killed each other, you know, just kept going and going and going. And at the end of the day, he said, oh my God, you about kill me. But I, I couldn't let dear old dad outdo me. So I knew he was down here. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was thinking, would you not you know, put so much weight on? But the <laughs> point is, that was a mindset. And we actually worked out better. I was so sore from that workout, from everything we did, because we're, we were challenging each other. And that's what you need to do. You need to challenge each other and stay on top of your game every day. Chat, if you don't have a, an accountability partner, because I'm kind of getting off and thinking about Vendera Vocal Academy, you could challenge yourself. I do. You know, we're working so hard with, with new products and, and new classes that I thought to myself, uh, if anyone knows me and has read my books, like Unleash Your Creative Mindset, Benny applies many of those uh, same concepts in his own right. And I'm sure he'll put out a book on that eventually too. But we, we have this uh, productive mindset that we go. And I thought, what about the people that procrastinate? Even I procrastinate. So I have a daily planner that I use to fill out when my students occur. And I was telling Ben this before we started. I thought, you know what? Uh, this year I started, uh, I'm writing everything. I'm not like a diary diary, but okay, it's seven o'clock in the morning. Okay, I got up and went to the gym. Okay, at nine o'clock, I'm home. I, I drank uh, 16 ounces of water. 10 o'clock, I drank 16 ounces of water. Uh, 11 o'clock, um, I watched Netflix for three hours. Now, I knew I should have been working on a motivated vocalist newsletter, but I watched Netflix. Doesn't matter. I wrote it in there. And at the end of the day, I reflected and I put pluses or minuses beside each thing. Uh, now, this wasn't to beat myself up or to make me uh, to scald myself or to praise myself, but it made me look at where my hours in my day go because people say, we can't get enough time into practice to sing. Really? Ryan Wall can record an album in his flipping car and you can't find 24 minutes minimum to do. See, I slipped in B24 there. 24 minutes minimum to do your vocal exercises. Indeed, you can. So you can do something. You can, you can think about uh, some of what Ben just mentioned. Just rewind and write them down, what he's putting in his ethos. And you could get you a daily planner and start keeping track. Okay, I worked out. I warmed up and my voice at 8 o'clock. Um, you know, then I went to work. I had a coffee at 9.30. Had another one at 10. At lunch time, I went to McDonald's. So you write down everything. And not to beat yourself up over it. You're not trying to get away from it. But at the end of the day, you can look and say, ooh, you know what? I've been wanting to lose 20 pounds, but I can see the last five days I went to McDonald's four times. And uh, then I went to this uh, mom and pop shop. I said, do you have a diet platter? And they said, yeah. And you said, I'll take two and a milkshake. So <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and you wrote it down and then you looked and said, you know what? 
that's a negative. If it would have been one diet platter, it would have been a positive. So you're responsible for you. And um, th there is uh, no new year, new you. Uh, I, I don't really do resolutions. I didn't do any this year. I do goals every single day of my life. That's how you get things done. So don't be uh, a resolutionist. That's not even a word, but I just made it up. But uh, start making goals and sticking to them. Let's make you the best singer that you can be. All right, I've talked enough. Okay, so uh, a couple things. Uh, one is you mentioned accountability. Oh, so you, you mentioned a lot of stuff there. So one was the whole keeping track of your day, writing down what you do hour by hour, whatever. That's a very good idea. For some people, that sounds like a lot of work. You don't have to do that right away. I would encourage you to plant that idea in your head and eventually try it. That's a great way to measure your own productivity because it's so, you know, it's kind of like budgeting or finance classes, right? And they tell you like, oh, well, you know, if you have a latte every day, that's $4 times uh, 30 days in a month, that's $120 that you're spending at Starbucks, right? So that you hear that for like, for money, right? Oh, you're spending $120 a month on lattes. And gee, if you put that in a savings account or retirement account in over 30 years, that comes out to a zillion dollars or whatever. It's very, it's easy to spend the four bucks on coffee, but it's also easy to save it, right? And so the same thing applies to our time. It's very easy to think, oh, I don't have the time, but you have 10 minutes here, 30 minutes here, an hour here. If you like group it together, and you invest it in yourself, in your voice, then over, over the course of a month, two months, three months, a year, you can make incredible gains from that, right? That's, it's, it's so true. So just think about it that way. Now, um, another thing, uh, you mentioned accountability. If you were to start a fire, you know, like if you're camping and you just have a couple of sticks and you're trying to rub the sticks together, right? And you're trying to start it up so you can cook or whatever, and you don't know how to do it, you're gonna spend forever trying to rub sticks together and not know how to do it. And then you're going to go all night and you're not going to be able to eat and your hands are going to be all beat up and stuff. But if you have a lighter and like gasoline, not that you should be cooking, you know, doing that necessarily, but you could just put some gasoline on the wood, put a, a lighter on it and boom, you have a fire and it's up and going. I think an accountability program of some kind is, is sort of like just putting gasoline on the fire. Like it's so much easier to get started and keep going when you have a, a good way to get yourself into action and get yourself to stick to what you said you're going to do. I want to change topic just a tiny bit. Um, and so I was in the Marine Corps uh, from 2008 to 2012, and we had something we called the core values. And these are these values were are taught to Marines in boot camp and were expected to follow them all the time in order to do well and achieve our missions, whether that's combat missions, whether that's uh, missions at home, whether that's any anything related to any sort of administrative stuff. And so I want to share one of those. So one of the core values is courage and courage is the mental, moral, physical, emotional and psychological strength that uplifts you and helps you through challenges on your path to vocal achievement. It's inner strength that helps you go far and reach your goals, even in the face of external and internal obstacles. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to pretend you're Superman or Superwoman, right? It's okay if sometimes we're human, right? You don't have to be a superhero, but you have to have the courage 
You have to be mentally strong. You have to believe in yourself that you can do it. Let me share another one of these core values, and that is commitment. Commitment is the spirit of determination and dedication that leads to the mastery of the art of singing and personal professionalism. And so when you think of professionalism, you sometimes think of, you know, someone who works at a company or someone who conducts themselves very well when dealing with customers. What I like to th call, what I like to think of is personal professionalism. If I were watching myself, would I think, oh, he's a pro, right? If there was someone watching me, he, they would think, even if I'm not like working with them, they're not like a customer or a student or a client. If it's just someone who's watching me, are they going to think, oh, that guy's a pro? Or are they going to think he's an amateur, right? So personal professionalism. So commitment is determination and dedication that leads to personal professionalism. Courage is about promoting yourself to the highest levels of discipline, unrelenting dedication to achieving a high standard of excellence that others strive to emulate. Now, do you know, you know who's committed? Do you know who has courage when it comes to singing? Professional singers touring musicians, the highest performing, most well-known bands in the world have very, these artists, these musicians, singers have, they are courageous. They have to go on stage in front of a bunch of people, you know, like for a lot of people, that's freaking scary. And they have to commit, they have to practice, they have to get a band together. They have to sign up, you know, sign with venues. They have to like go try to get record deals. That takes, you have to commit, you have to really do that, right? So courage and commitment, in my mind, translate perfectly to what it takes to get results with your voice um, and also just in general. And so those those are something that I want to plant in your head. Think about those um, as we go into 2018 instead of some of this mindset stuff. Let me give a little bit more practical stuff for people uh, for 2018, making this your year as a singer. Number one is you got to find, sorry, you have to make time to practice, period, end of story. Uh, and for a lot of people, it's easy to say, oh, I don't have, I can't practice three hours a day or two hours a day, you know, or, oh, well, on, on Monday and Wednesdays, I work from this time to this time, but I have to go pick up the kids at this time. And, oh, well, Thursday night is soccer practice. And, oh, well, I'm on call sometimes. And, you know, and, oh, and on the weekends, I just want to relax. And, oh, I have to go visit my brother because I need to help him with this. And so it's very easy for your time to get taken up by a bunch of other things, by a bunch of other people. But I think you have to be just a little bit selfish and say no for 30 minutes every day is my time and I am going to practice. I am going to sing because it matters to me and I'm going to do it, right? Uh, we just moved into a new house. And so I have a room that I call my battle station. And when I'm in my battle station, woe shall befall anyone who comes in here and interrupts me. Like this is my time, my space to get stuff done, right? So you may not be able to have a whole room, but you can certainly have a set time. I would encourage you to have either a room or half of a room or tell people, hey, I'm going to use the bedroom or whatever room from this time to this time. This is my time. Keep the dogs in the other room, whatever it is. Be a, be a little selfish. I'm not saying you have to be, you know, a totally narcissistic, self-absorbed person who just takes and takes and takes and doesn't, you know, share your time or share with the world. But you need to do this. Just tiny little bit of selfishness 
20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour, a day, four, five, six days a week. You have to do this. And it's best if you do it earlier in the morning. The earlier, the better, um, because then there are fewer people to interrupt you. You have less time to talk yourself out of it. Like if you have to do something at seven o'clock p.m., it's very easy to throughout the day say, yeah, well, I'm too tired. And then seven o'clock rolls around. Oh, well, I had a really busy day at work. And uh, and then seven o'clock, you're like, and eh, now I'll just take the day off. Right. But if it's you just woke up, you don't have a lot of time to talk yourself out of it. Right. OK, I have to get out of the bed jump in the shower right away, do my vocal exercise, get out, um, get dressed, go do my, uh, go practice right away. You don't have a lot of time to talk yourself out of it. You get it done. You get it out of the way for the day. You feel great. You know, you're making progress and now you're off to a great start for the rest of your day. Um, so that would be my recommendation. Uh, Jamie, I don't know if you wanted to jump in here. I'm kind of blabbering on. No, I mean, it's, it all boils down to focus, focus, focus. How hard is it to dedicate 30 minutes a day? Why do people see this as a problem? Anytime that a singer tells me they don't have the time, uh, the, the immediate first thing I say, oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, well, you're a computer programmer. Where do you work? Oh, you work at this place. Man, how far away is that from your house? Do you drive? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait a minute. It's, it's almost 30 minutes away. So you're telling me you got an hour that you can do. Oh, wait a minute. No, you work at home. Okay, is everyone out of the house? How long? Oh, so your wife works too, huh? Oh, so you're saying you're home alone for eight hours and you take lunch? You take a half hour, you take an hour lunch. Sometimes you go an hour and a half just because you're just chilling. You can't slip it in there. Oh, you ride the train. Okay, you, you, you can't do like very, very tiny exercises or listen to these exercises or the songs. There's always something creative you can do towards music. If you're riding a train and you can't exercise, you can listen to the music you're working on. If you're in a car, you can work out your voice. Uh, if you're at home, you can work out when no one's around. If people are around, you live in an apartment complex, you can go out to your car. You can find a basement. You can get a belt box. You can use a mask, Vokes, from drvokes.com to keep you, to keep that decibel level down. Quit making excuses that's that's the one pet peeve i have when a singer and I've, I've, I've you know i've been doing this for over 20 years and i've had some amazing singers and i've had some really really good potentially amazing singers that you know were so close but they kept getting in their own way and uh luckily knock on wood uh, when i approached them about that and they realized it they fixed it they changed their mindset and they finally achieved their goals we get in our own way we we get lazy you know if you're a guitar player i guarantee you you're practicing scales like it's insane every day so why wouldn't you do that with your voice plain and simple it's that easy so um my mom actually she used to listen to a lot of mariah carey and so that's actually where i first heard mariah carey just my mom playing her on the radio or whatever i grew up in the 90s and um and so my mom was, well, she would often like mouth the words um, to some of Mariah's songs, or sometimes she'd sing along on the lower notes uh, because she could reach those without, you know, screaming or whatever. And uh, around the time, around 2007, 2008, uh, is when I really started singing a lot. Um, and so I told my mom, hey, uh, I have this, you know, I have some books, I have some CDs, some programs that you could... Uh, you could try out like if you want to if you want to sing those songs like you know all of mariah's stuff i mean you you could practice you know you i have some stuff you can read and listen to she's like oh yeah i might do that 
We're 2018. It's been 10 years. Now, my mom still likes Mariah. She still wishes she could sing Mariah, right? But it's been 10 years, a whole decade, and she hasn't practiced even once. She hasn't picked up a book even once. You know, I work with Jamie uh, in the Vendera Vocal Academy. And, uh, you know, so I could say, hey, mom, here, just hop into the academy. Here, mom, here's here's a book. I, I could I have I could give my mom so much of this stuff, but she doesn't, you know, she doesn't even understand. Like she doesn't, she wants it, but she doesn't want to do what it takes. And that is the big divider. That's the main point. So well, many people so, go ahead. So many people are in love with the idea. Yeah. But they they don't want to follow through. And no disrespect to your mom. We know we don't mean that, but uh it, it's yeah. the same with any singer. Uh, like yep. the email I got today, why can this a rock star do this and I can't? And I honestly responded, well, can you actually tell me you've been practicing five or six days religiously and doing it hard one week and taking two weeks off doesn't count or doing it a day here and missing three days? It's 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 your life. You you yeah. don't you know it's it's life as a singer. I mean, if you're a singer or musician. That is who defines you. That is part of you. Like, like uh, I have brown hair and brown eyes. So does Ben. That defines us. I have a light skin, kind of reddish skin from my skin. <laughs> and and uh, Ben is dark complected. That defines us. Ben sings. I sings. Uh, I sings. I, I sing. sings. <laughs> that I sings. Uh, that defines us. Let it start defining you. Whatever yeah. you do, you are a singer. But that comes with great responsibility. I, I, I'm getting ready to play into the Spider-Man movie, but I'll let it go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I mean, I, I kind of want to wrap up here in a sec. But before we do, I want to remind everyone that Jamie and I are putting on a special presentation uh, on January 7th at 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern. It is called Achieving Greatness, Five Must-Have Elements for Vocal Success in 2018. And this is... Um, a special presentation we prepared there's not uh that we, we've touched a little bit on it but whoever if you tune in i'm sure you're going to enjoy it you're going to get a lot out of it so in the broadcast we're going to cover several things we're going to talk about the biggest reasons why singers fail and how you can overcome them and be among the few elite singers who succeed we're going to talk about why singers struggle with motivation and how to create and maintain long-term motivation so you're able to sing higher and stronger than ever before without having to drag yourself up and just push yourself into practice. We want to unlock sort of natural motivation so that you want to do it and you enjoy it almost to the point where you're annoyed that you don't have more time to practice. Like, oh man, I have to stop practicing after half an hour. I wish I had another half hour. Um, we're going to talk about developing the vocal master plan. And a vocal master plan, if you create it uh, correctly and you follow it, then your voice gets stronger. But if you don't create a master plan, or if you do it the wrong way, then you'll probably encounter several setbacks. Uh, you'll encounter frustration, uh, annoyance. I mean, that's that's just how it is. So we're going to talk about creating your vocal master plan. And it's not just a master plan for everyone. Um, generally speaking, people do better when they have a specific thing that's for them. Like if Jamie and I got together with you on the phone or on Skype right now and told you personally, here's the best thing you 
can do, you, the individual, uh, for, to get results with your voice, wouldn't that be awesome? Like, wouldn't you find that incredibly valuable? And so that that's what we're going to talk about, coming up with your personal vocal master plan. Uh, and so that's, that's what we're going to talk about and a bunch of other stuff. So uh, you can sign up, you can register, reserve your spot for this event. Just go to venderavocalacademy.com slash success. It will also be on our website. If you go to singbetterfast.com and you go to this episode, uh, what are we, episode 28 or 29? I don't know. This episode, um, then you will see a link on the uh, on the page for this episode that takes you to the sign-up page. It's venderavocalacademy.com slash success, S-U-C-C-E-S-S. When you sign up for this event, you're going to be on our reminder list. So we will let you know, we'll uh, remind you uh, of the event. And when you sign up uh, for this reminder list, we're going to give you a free bonus download. And that is Jamie's book, Can I Really Sing With a Cold? 40 more of your most pressing questions about singing answered. So, so that's what's going to be on the event. And that's what you get if you sign up for the uh, reminder list. Again, that's uh, January 7th. That's a Sunday. 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern, and then you get the digital copy of Jamie's book, Can I Really Sing with a Cold? So um, I hope you found this useful. Jamie, do you have anything to say? No, uh, guys, I'm sorry I'm so quiet today. Like I said, I'm dealing with my little dog. He's sick, so uh, let Ben take the reins on this, but I'll be a little more talkative this Sunday. All right. If you if you join up. <laughs> yeah, so, so be, don't up. miss it. We're going to do it one time live. I don't know if we're going to put a recording up because um, I really want it to be special. So show up, you know, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we might do. I'm not planning on putting up a recording. So, uh, I mean, we'll have to we're going to try some new software to run the program. So we'll see how it works out um, now. Before we wrap up, I feel like I'm like on my wrap up here, but I have one other thing that I wanted to share that I didn't. And that is how you think about singing, about getting better. A lot of people think of it as a dream, sort of a far off, obscure possibility. That's where a lot of people are. They just think, eh, well, maybe someday, or oh, gee, that sure would be nice. But it's just sort of a thing that you fantasize about or hope maybe someday is going to magically happen. That's how a lot of people treat singing. The better results-driven, results-oriented way of thinking about it is to think about it. I think about it as an objective. So your objective, your goal, right? Like if, if, if you treated it like every day, get up, I'm going to work on this objective. I want to accomplish this. So now I'm making it an objective. Now here's something I'm going to share. Uh, for me personally, I actually wrote out I, I use plans. I normally go 12 or 13 weeks when I do my planning. And uh, one of my objectives is uh, preparing three uh, songs for recording for covers by April 10th. That's one of my objectives. So every day I practice, I work on those three songs. And so my total practice time is, uh, including my warm up, is about an hour and five minutes. Um, although I tend to kind of take longer with the vocal workout, I could probably do an hour. Now you don't need to do an hour and five minutes. You don't need to do two hours, three hours. Um, we do have a program called V24 and that is doing your vocal workout in 24 minutes a day. And if you do that five days a week, that's only two hours a week of, of vocal workout time. So, oh, also I forgot to mention on the, 
hangout, we're going to be giving away V24. Um, so if you don't want to buy V24, we're going to uh, explain how you can get it for free. So um, we're going to actually, oh, I just thought of something. I know. What we'll do is we're going to do a drawing. I'll just add this in. <laughs> if you go to VenderaVocalAcademy.com slash success, you're going to get the reminder emails for the event. You're going to get the Can I Really Sing with a Cold digital book. And I'm also going to do a drawing. We're going to give away two copies, I guess, of five copies, five copies, 10 copies. Jamie's doing a bunch <laughs> of hands. Okay, fine. I guess we're giving away 10. <laughs> 10 copies of E24. Um, so you can sign up for that. So you can so just be sure to attend the um, the special event. So I, Jamie and I, our full-time jobs is to make singers more successful. That is what we do. This is our profession. And if you don't get better, we kind of take that personally. Like that means, I mean, I don't know, maybe Jamie and I aren't helping you as much. That's why we're doing this. We want to help you succeed. Because the more awesome singers there are in the world, the more good music there is, frankly. And so one of Jamie's students, Ryan Wall, um, he's now become a vocal coach. He has put out some really good albums. And if he hadn't gone through uh, the Vendera Vocal Academy, I might not have his music, right? He has some good music. I, I genuinely enjoy listening to his music. Yeah. And, yeah. It, you know, so so that's that's what it's about for us. We want to help you we want to help singers all over the world and so we we take this very seriously we want you to succeed so that's why we're doing this all right go ahead jamie no i was just saying i like ryan's uh, music too i have so many students coming out um you probably just saw where i posted the falsette video with chance labrie which is james labrie's son on drums and james or chance actually took vocal lessons with me too um, but he wanted to focus on drumming. So when Mike Julian joined their band, and ironically, I actually pushed, um, uh, mentioned Ryan. They were they were considering Ryan Wall, but Ryan lived so far away, he had to move. And Mike was right there. But it turned out really good. I worked with Mike for a while, and you could just hear his voice improve. In fact, Chance texted me last night, said, I love the video. He said, man, his voice has really improved from working with you. That's why we do this. You know, it is about success. So if if you are not being successful, we do take it personally. You know, I, th this is this is my reputation, and I don't say that in an egotistical way. I say it in a humbling way because I want you to succeed. I want everybody to succeed. We have this right to express who we are creatively. Creatively, I can't even talk today. Creatively, <laughs> it's my dog's fault. Taco, he's nipping at my legs. Um, so it is our, our right to to learn creatively, to to express who we are, and um, sometimes. Well, not sometimes, all the times, the voice needs work so that you can express through your words, through your tone, through your pitch, through your resonance, through anything that comes out of your mouth, what you hear inside your head. And if your voice is not up to par, you're not going to get those notes out. You're not going to have the stamina. You're not going to have the coloring that you want. That's why we do this. Again, I sound like a broken record, but we do this because we believe in you. This is our job, and we want to see you succeed. All right, awesome. So I hope you found this uh, inspiring, motivating. I hope you got some good stuff out of here. I hope you got some good tips uh, for making 2018 the year in which you finally succeed. Jamie and I are here to help you. So go ahead, go to venderavocalacademy.com slash success uh, to sign up for the reminder emails for our event coming up. That is 
Achieving greatness, five must-have elements for vocal success in 2018. When you sign up for the reminder list, you're also going to get a digital download of Jamie's book, Can I Really Sing with a Cold? And uh, the broadcast is on Sunday, January 7th, 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern. And uh, whenever you sign up for the list, you'll be entered. We're going to do a giveaway of several copies of the V24 training program. So I guess that's it. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you on the next episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Hey, we'll see you Sunday. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Sing Better Fast podcast. Be sure to subscribe for new podcast releases, events, and other great vocal resources at singbetterfast.com. 